Hi, I'm Taryn Fagerness of Taryn Fagerness Agency, a literary agency specializing in selling foreign rights to North American books. This is a podcast for my friends in the world of foreign book publishing, co-agents, scouts, and publishers. And I'll be telling you about my favorite books from my catalog. Hi friends, I'm excited to talk to you about See You Tomorrow, the disappearance of snowboarder Marco Sofredi on Everest by Jeremy Evans. Falcon Guides Globe Piquat will publish May 2021 and it'll be a lead title for them. So first off, you should know that I am an armchair Everest enthusiast. I don't even like being the slightest bit cold, but I love, love reading about Everest and K2 and all the other extreme mountains. I've read many books on the subject and seen many documentaries, and you know, there's just something about people getting frostbite that thrills me, I suppose. But seriously, I think what I love about these books is that the type of person who attempts to climb Everest is fascinating to me. The athleticism and the determination and the sacrifice and the resource required to do this is insane. And the personalities are always big. And Marco Sofredi is truly like no one I have ever read about before. He was the first person to continuously snowboard from the summit of Mount Everest. And that means that he never repelled and he never took off his snowboard. And he managed to snowboard all the way down, hopping on rocks, going down these insane inclines the whole time. And he was 21 when he did it. So not only did he summit Mount Everest, then he snowboarded down it. And Marco was an amazing character. He had this unique combination of athleticism, and I mean amazing athleticism, guts, pure talent, determination, and charm. He had piercings and green hair. He didn't care about fame or making sponsors happy. He went to the mountains for freedom and for beauty. He loved his high school sweetheart. He was a mama's boy, and he loved the story of the little prince and brought it everywhere with him, including up to Everest. He grew up in the Chamonix area of France, which is a mountain climbing and snow sports mecca. And the culture there greatly influenced him as a young man. He was logging first snowboard descents in the Alps practically as soon as he stepped onto a snowboard. In fact, he'd only been snowboarding a few years when he snowboarded Everest. It's just insane. And those descents only became bigger and more dangerous until finally the the next logical step for him was snowboarding Everest. And somehow this 21-year-old kid managed to convince the famed Everest guide Russell Bryce, who I'm super familiar with from previous books and documentaries, to add him to his team. And the chapters about Marco's first snowboard descent of Everest are just mind-blowing to me. The guy could climb in two hours what it would take other people over five hours. And then 
he would snowboard down and like high five everybody on the way down. I mean, can you imagine being one of those people slogging ever so slowly and painfully doing a a test climb on Everest and then here comes Marcos of Freddy like giving you a high five, but he was never like a braggart. He always had a humbleness about him and so he endeared himself to everyone. He befriended the Sherpas, something Westerners pretty much never do. And he was actually really well loved by them. I'm sure it helped that Marco was so fit and so good that he could carry all his own gear and he could keep up with the Sherpas. I mean, no one is as good as the Sherpas, but he was close. And then Marco decided after his successful descent of Everest that he wanted to do it again, but this time down a different route called the Hornbean Kalor, a much more dangerous route. And he wanted to do it in November rather than in the spring. And he wanted to do it without Russell Bryce as his guide. Well, maybe he did want Russell Bryce, but Russell Bryce wasn't available then. So um, he he kind of made a lot of decisions and sacrifices to do this second snowboard attempt that I personally think ultimately led to what happened. Um, One of the main things I think he made a mistake in not doing was he didn't even take a two-way radio with him when he decided to do this descent down the Hornbean Killor. And he disappeared. His body still has not been found. This was in 2003. And this is really a rarity for Everest, which can be viewed via telescope and people are always climbing it. And he has left behind a mystery that still endures to this day. I was absolutely mesmerized by Marco's story. It is a story of a unique, hugely talented young man going for this wild dream. And it reminded me of Into the Wild and Into Thin Air by John Krakauer and Alone on the Wall by Alex Honald. Because after all, Alex's attempt at free soloing El Capitan also could have ended in disaster. This is a well-researched, well-written, gripping, fascinating look at a life like no other. And Everest enthusiasts like me and anyone interested in an outdoors, mountaineering and adventure, snowboarding, The Call of the Mountains is really going to get a lot out of this book. A bit about the author, Jeremy Evans is a climber, snowboarder, award-winning journalist, and he's published two previous books, The Battle for Paradise and In Search of Powder. And I really hope you check out See You Tomorrow by Jeremy Evans.